This is 180 Conversations with tens of millions of LinkedIn invites, emails going out each and every single week. What are you doing to sound different? It's all about engaging your prospects. But to engage your prospects, you're going to have to think different and you're going to have to sound different. Let's go. Dan, this one came to me the other day from a company that actually automates LinkedIn messaging. So I know that this was an automated LinkedIn message. I don't know if anybody is connected with me on LinkedIn, but I added an emoji to the front of my name on LinkedIn so that anytime I get a message that says, hey, star Kylie, I know that this came to me via an automated system. So this message kicks off by saying, hey, star Kylie, hopefully this isn't too weird, but I just ran across you on LinkedIn and saw that you're connected with one of my good friends, so-and-so, and it looks like you're doing some cool stuff right now. A while back, I made it a habit to reach out to meet new people every week, and now at least half of my close professional network has been built doing this. If you're open to it, I'd love to connect with you. What do the next few weeks look like for you? And just in case you're techie-ish, here's my calendar. And of course, let me know if you really just don't want to talk to me. I think I'm a decently cool girl, but it won't hurt my feelings if you don't think so. There's a lot here. <laughs> okay, so Mike, wow. How did you feel reading that? Like, what, what was going through your mind as you were reading that? Yeah, that's a great question. So one, I saw the emoji and I already knew this was mass message. The first thing she mentioned was a mutual connection, of which I do not know this person. I'm connected with plenty of people on LinkedIn. I mean, I have thousands of connections on LinkedIn and probably well over half I don't actually know. So she pointed out a person that I, I don't know. And when she said, it looks like you're doing some cool stuff right now. Like what? So stop there. I do agree. If you're going to mention something like you're doing cool stuff right now, it actually seems to have a negative effect. If you're actually going to mention something, mention something specific that they're doing. So for instance, I had a, I had a ghost writer reach out to me and um, he said something similar like, hey, I've been following your profile and I've noticed that you write and you've written about some interesting or cool stuff would be interested in having a discussion with you about any kind of writing needs you have in the future. And I responded back to him. I said, hey, that's great that you're a ghostwriter. If you're a ghostwriter, though, and you want to engage people, read their material and then mention the specific material or the themes of their material that you think you could add some value in. It was just weird that he hadn't done that. And when you are so vague like saying you're doing some cool stuff right now, it almost comes across as disingenuous, right? It aligns with me knowing that this is a mass message and you've said the most vague thing you could possibly say. I had another salesperson reach out to me and said that they read my about section in my LinkedIn and, and saw that I was doing cool things. Automation serves a purpose that could be of value, especially when it comes to scaling your process. So it's not like we're against automation. In fact, if used correctly, it's a very smart idea. Mm -hmm. However, 
automation should not be because you're just being lazy. That's not how automation should be used, where you're just using vague concepts, vague phrases out of laziness because it backfires on you. The other thing I didn't point out, but this also stuck out to me when I read it. She says, hopefully this isn't too weird, but I just ran across you on LinkedIn. No, you didn't. I know the company that you work for and what you guys do, and it's automating LinkedIn searches and messages. So you specifically did a search for me. You did a search based on my title. So I feel like this whole paragraph just set me off and told me this isn't a genuine outreach and this person isn't being genuine to me. What's the harm in actually being honest and saying, I did a search on LinkedIn so that I could connect with more experts in your field? That would have felt honest to me because that's exactly what she did, but she's trying to pretend like she just stumbled upon my profile. So last paragraph, Dan. And finally, of course, let me know if you really just don't want to talk to me. I think I'm a decently cool girl, but it won't hurt my feelings if you don't think so. My gut reaction to this part was it's conversational. I don't mind it. But me wanting to talk to you or not talk to you has nothing to do with you being cool or not cool. I think it's generational. And ironically, I've seen more and more slang like that, casual slang in emails And obviously, like you just mentioned, in LinkedIn invites, there's a casual slang style and approach right now that I think is permeating out there. Again, if you're reaching out to others who are in sales, you might be able to get away with it. But if you're reaching out to decision makers and executives of businesses, I think that casual slang backfires. So Dan, if we were to give our listeners some alternative options on how they could send some outreach? What advice do you have or examples can you share? I think you have to keep it simple. And to your point, Kylie, you got to be honest. So here's an example, Kylie, of what we've used recently. Our goal is to engage people. It's not to sell them something, but to engage them in a way so that when we release content at their discretion, they can choose to listen or read it but it's always up to them. And that's our goal for LinkedIn. And so with that goal in mind, we might write something like, Kylie, hesitant to send out any connection requests. Too many of them are used as direct solicitations. I will assure you that will not happen here. I saw that you've enjoyed some of our content. I'll let you determine if connecting makes sense. Done. The feedback or the acceptance that we've received has been extremely high on that because we, we're not looking for anything in return. We're not asking for anything. We don't need anything. We actually just want to give. I think that's a very powerful way to use LinkedIn because you have multiple tools, right? You have email, you have LinkedIn, you have voicemails. Now you can do videos. You can send links. You can send case studies and articles, right? I do think LinkedIn is a good tool for giving. I think it's a poorly used tool for soliciting and asking for meetings. Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Sales. For our listeners, we've got a special upcoming event. We are doing another six-part prospecting webinar series starting on May 5th. We're going to be limiting the seats to 30 participants. If you'd like to join us, go ahead and register at lapin180.com. 
slash 180 prospecting. For more information or to find out about other upcoming webinars, email us at breakingsales at lapin180.com.